This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. It's a nightmare that many homeowners across the country are experiencing. Squatters move into a home and refuse to leave. And getting rid of them is difficult, even with the law on your side. We'll have the story. I think it's worse than trespassing. I think it's really theft. You're stealing somebody's home. They're just getting smarter. And the reason why people are doing it is because they're getting away with it. Then, hidden forces in random events can impact how your doctor makes medical decisions regarding your health. You have a heart attack a week before you turn 80 versus a week after you turn 80. You would not think that you would receive very different types of care, but nonetheless, you do. Those two stories and more are coming your way on this week's InfoTrack. Don't go away. Our show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Desperate homeowners across the country are fighting a tough battle trying to evict squatters from their homes. InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco has the story. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Joining me now is Paul Pilibosian, a Houston attorney specializing in real estate law, on a problem that's getting new attention these days, squatters taking over houses they don't own or don't belong in and refusing to leave. Paul, I see one estimate that squatters are living in four and a half million properties all over the U.S. Do you believe that number's about right? It's really difficult to tell because a lot of squatters who are living in homes go unnoticed. So they don't have utilities in their name, usually, and so it's very difficult to tell. But have there been more cases of squatting in recent years, and if so, why? I think it has been on the rise, and I think it's, one, the issue of the economy. People are trying to lower their costs and finding a place to live. But two, I think, especially in Houston, where I'm from, we had a lot of people displaced by Hurricane Harvey in 2017, and there were a lot of vacant homes as a result. And so I think people saw that as an opportunity to move into houses that weren't necessarily being watched, that had been either abandoned or were being repaired, and use that as an opportunity to move in. And tell us how squatting is different from trespassing. It's not. (laughs) That's a great question, and the answer is it's not. And in fact, I think it's worse than trespassing. I think it's really theft. You're stealing somebody's home, and you're not stealing it in the sense that you're changing the deed, but... A lot of these squatters who are more sophisticated, they realize that the police won't do anything if they can show some proof that they have the right to be there. And so they will go online and create a lease that purports to give them the right to possess the property. And so when the police show up, they show them the lease and say, wait a second, no, I'm a tenant here. And the police kind of throw their hands up because if somebody's got a lease, they think it's a civil matter at that point. But if you do find the squatter and call the police and present your title to the property, doesn't that trump a lease? And I mean, why can't police simply kick the squatter out immediately and say to the squatter, well, if you think you have a case, it's on you to go to court. End of story. Unfortunately, that's just not how the law works. What you're talking about is the owner of the property is always the owner. There's a deed that's filed in the public record that anybody can go look up. 
but the owner can give the right to possess the property they own. They can rent it to somebody with a lease. And if there is a lease between the owner and the tenant, then the tenant has the right to occupy the premises. So the mere fact that the owner says, well, I'm the owner, they're not the owner, throw them out. Well, you could imagine in any residential situation where you've got a tenant, the law does not permit an owner just to throw out a tenant unless there's grounds to do so. So before going to court, what things can a homeowner do to get the squatters to leave, to convince them, like turning off the electricity or getting rid of the squatters' belongings? I'm in Texas, so you know I'm sure that there are people sitting out there who will think, oh, I know what I would do. But as an officer of the court, I would not encourage people to do what I call self-help, throw people out physically, throw their belongings on the street. What I recommend to clients is if you've got a piece of property, if you've got a house out there that's not your home, either it's a rental property or, or whatever, make sure you have some sort of security system, either a ring doorbell or just a regular security system, because it's a lot easier to get somebody thrown out before they move in, right? So if you have security footage of the person breaking into your home, when you call the police, they can catch them in the act. But if you're just unfortunate enough to have a squatter living in your home already, then really the only thing you can do, if the police won't do anything, is to evict them. We're visiting with Houston real estate attorney Paul Pilibosian. We're discussing the growing problem of squatters taking over people's homes. So say you do take the squatter to court. How long might that take to get rid of them? It's a quick process. In Texas, the process starts at justice court and you file your eviction and you have an eviction trial within 10 days of filing the petition and the squatter being served. And if you win that trial in JP court, there is an appellate process. And that process, unfortunately, can take months to years, depending on how sophisticated the squatter is. And how important then is it to get the right kind of lawyer to really protect yourself? It is. It's very important because there are things that you can do in the JP court that make it difficult for the tenant to really keep possession. And and really what I'm talking about is the whole point of squatting is so that they don't have to pay rent. And so in JP court, there's a procedure where the tenant is required, even if they win in JP court, they're required to pay the rent into the court registry to maintain possession. So that's a big stick because usually the people that are living there don't have the money and then you can have them removed. And don't some squatters, like you suggest, get very sophisticated about this? They act like the property is theirs. They even pay property taxes. You know, I haven't heard of any of them paying property taxes, but they're just getting smarter. And some of these squatters, I'll call them squatters, but some of these people are honestly victims themselves. They will see a property for rent, they'll call on the property or they'll meet somebody at the property thinking that person has the ability to negotiate a lease and it's just a scammer. And the scammer signs a lease with these people and takes their first and last month's rent in a security deposit and then absconds with the money and the true owner never sees a dime. So there have been situations like that. So I don't want to say it's always a ne'er-do-well But I think the reason why people are doing it is because they're getting away with it. So how important is it then to act immediately if you find a squatter, whether the person was duped by someone else or whether they really are, just as you suggested before, a thief? 
I think it is imperative because the longer the person stays in your home, the harder it is to be to get them out. Think of them as a tick, right? The longer you let a tick sit on your dog, the harder it is to get the tick off. You can imagine if the police show up at your home and there's furniture, there's clothing, there's food in the refrigerator, there's pictures on the walls, it's going to be more difficult to convince the police officer that the person just broke into your home or isn't living there versus if you call them the same day and you know there's boxes and things and you can say hey these people are here without my permission and i think that's really key is to act quickly you hinted before about the court process potentially going quite a long time are the laws sufficient that are existing on the books? Is it just a court backlog, or do we need more robust laws around the country to help the legitimate homeowners? This is a really difficult question because when you start getting into creating laws to address a problem, it often bleeds over and creates another problem, or it infringes on a legitimate interest. So what would a law say if somebody is in your house and the owner says they're squatters, the police should be able to remove those people, right? Well, you don't want to give the landlord that much power because there are landlords out there who want a tenant gone for whatever reason. And if they just had the power to say, tenant, you have to leave, it would give too much power to landlords. So it's very difficult. You want to protect the owner of the property from somebody stealing their house. But at the same time, you want to protect tenants from a ne'er-do-well landlord. And so it's like anything else. The system that we have in place, unfortunately, is probably the best we can do to protect both parties' interests. And so whether there's a law that could be enacted to address this situation, I've thought about it. I can't think of one. Unless you were to enact a law that said all leases have to be signed and notarized by the landlord and the tenant. And if there is no such lease, then the tenant can be removed by the police. That's not the law. A lease can be oral, in fact. So uh, there is no requirement that a lease needs to be in writing. So it will require a pretty significant change in the law for that to happen. Paul Pilibosian, a real estate attorney, thank you for joining us today regarding squatting. Thank you. I really enjoyed speaking with you. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, random forces impacting your doctor's medical advice. That story coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 